Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I can hear you. Can you hear oh, me? Can you hear me? Yes, I can okay. hear it. Can good. you hear me? Yes, very well. Good, good. Good afternoon. Hi. Afternoon. What time is it there? <laughs> oh, it's morning for me, but I know where you ah. are. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, afternoon is turning into nighttime very quickly. You know, it's uh, we're entering the deepest part of winter right now, and of course, you're approaching summer. <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah, how nice! It's pretty yeah. easy to remember, actually. We're the exact opposite season to what you're experiencing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. Uh, I like the winter. I do I, too ha- now. Yeah, half the year I wear short pants, and half the year I wear long pants. <laughs> and there always comes the first day, you know, that it seems kind of chilly that I so I need to put on my long pants, and then that's that's the turning of the season for me. <laughs> <laughs> Don the long pants. <laughs> yeah, and then finally, sometime, you know, in a few months, I'll drag out my short pants again. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, no, since I've um, come of age a little more, I much more appreciate the cooler winter months and I just love seeing the rain and soaking it up. Well, I like it all. Actually, you know, um, I love the rain. I think rain is just great. And I like the summer too, you know. I mean, I like them both. The, The only thing I don't like is just dirty air, smog. Do you guys have much smog down there? No. No. Yeah, that's nice. Mm, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Here in uh, South California, well, actually, it's it, they've cleaned it up. It's a lot better now than when I was a kid. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh yeah. Gee, that's um, a good turnaround for the environment. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's really su- sort of surprising, actually. <laughs> you yeah. <know? laughs> yes. You know, it's it's sort of funny. Uh, in Los Angeles, you know, it, Los Angeles is ringed by some, not giant mountains, but, you know, some fairly decent mountains, you know. No, they're mountains. I mean, they snow, and, you know, and it's, you can go skiing in on them and everything. So they're real mountains. But uh, when a long time ago, this is maybe about 30 years ago, I used to live at a place in a place called Manhattan Beach. And Manhattan Beach, um, there was a hill. I mean, the beach, obviously, is the beach, you know. But all along... Parallel to the beach was a, about maybe two miles inland was a sort of hill, so you could live down at the beach and never see anything inland because there's this sort of hill between you and that. And mm-hmm. every day, um, I would you know on my way to work, I'd drive over this little hill, and as you get to the top <laughs> of the hill, then the whole Los Angeles basin is is there mm-hmm. to Open see, up. including including the mountains, and, you know. And some friends of mine had moved here from, I don't know, somewhere. I don't even remember now. But uh, And every day they drove over that hill on their way to work. And they'd lived here, I don't know, six months, something like that. 
and apparently it rained or what I don't remember the details now, but I remember they, them telling me that they were absolutely shocked. One day they drove over the hill and they saw these mountains, <laughs> you know, and they've lived here for six months and never seen them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's saying well, something in itself. <laughs> really, you know, and they just drove over the hill. I guess it probably rained or something, and all of a sudden, and the mountains are really quite dramatic. They're beautiful and. Uh, you know, <laughs> and they've lived here for six months and never even seen them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll have to Google Earth that sometime and have a look around. Because um, I believe L.A. or Hollywood and so on, you're, if you go up to a scenic lookout at, in the evening to look at the city mm-hmm. lights, do they twinkle? Um, because I believe that your city and our city, Adelaide, uh-huh. Due to its atmospheric pressure and its just geographical identity, um, our city lights twinkle. Well, I think that's probably true of just about everywhere, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's just I would atmospheric. Have, I would have assumed so, but I have been told differently. Oh, maybe I don't know. Really, I'm just thinking hmm. that must have to do with atmospheric disturbance. You know, when you're, you know, all the air between where you are and what you're looking at that, uh, you know, creates little disturbances in the air, which would result in twinkling. But, you know, I don't know. Hmm. Well, another one to ponder. (laughs) There there is a real shortage of things to ponder in the world, isn't there? (laughs) (laughs) Not. (laughs) So have you been to um, church this morning? Listen, I never leave church. I'm in church right now. I'm always in church. Every place I go is church. Wherever the Pope goes is church. Good answer. Oh. Yes. No, it's um, Monday morning here for me. Oh, that's right. Duties yeah. as usual. You know, I just um, usually on Sundays for the last 30 years, 40 years, I've done the uh, New York Times crossword puzzle. That's just been a ritual of mine for many years. And uh, and I've had the paper delivered to me, you know, to my house. So I can get out in the morning, there's the paper, and I usually spend, you know, an hour or so every morning sort of going through the newspaper. And I canceled my subscription to the paper a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And uh, wow. it's been really interesting. Actually, I haven't... I haven't hardly even noticed it, really, <laughs> except that I have more time, more time in the morning to, instead of wasting it doing crossword puzzles. But I love crossword puzzles, and, and Sunday was my ritual to do the New York Times crossword puzzle. So this is the second Sunday now when I haven't, um, you know, had that to do. <laughs> yeah. hmm. But actually, you know, I hadn't even thought about it until just this moment as I mentioned it to you. Uh, I'm surprised at how easily I gave that up, you know. Hmm. I wanted to yep. shake things up a little bit, and I wanted to, you know, and I, I felt, you know, I could easily save the money for it and save the time that I spent with the newspaper every day, you know. And I probably wasted a half an hour or an hour on it every day. Mm-hmm. You know, and I realize that Google News is there. If there's anything really important, I'll find out about it anyway. <laughs> so. That's why I've always looked at it. I don't um, like to consume all the paper goods every day if I don't have to. 
and we'll just yeah. go to our local news website and read what I want to read and comment on what yeah. I will. And uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the other side of it, too. Yeah, is chopping down all those trees to print up that piece of paper that I spend an hour with and then throw in the trash. You know, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Mm. So I feel real good about uh, having dumped that. Good. And what are you doing with your time? <laughs> I heard you speaking uh, well, with I, well, actually, you know, it's funny because I've managed uh, somehow. I've managed to waste the time that I've saved, <laughs> you know, with the newspaper. I don't, think I, I don't think I've accomplished anything more. Yeah. Although I did, I did look at. Um, I, I made a note on, on my calendar that said every day it would pop up and it would say, "Think about Kathy," <laughs> so oh, okay. that I would I would consider, you know, what we're going to do. And yes. just um, well, ten minutes ago or so, I just took a look at and re-edited uh, a, a short PDF file that contains the homework assignment you're going to get. Yep. So, um, yeah, and actually, I could send it to you now, even if you'd like. I can do it on Skype and use the you know Skype to Skype file. Certainly. I imagine you can handle PDFs. I certainly can. You know what I did last yesterday, nearly all day, was um, create my own little website uh-huh. for, a, for an occasion that I haven't done before. So in one day, I set myself a task and I finished it and learnt all new technologies and the application front page. You know the one? And, um I, no, I don't know. Uh, I've heard of front page, but I, I've never used it, so I don't. I don't. That's because uh, it's a Microsoft product. Well, it's not because You're of that. It's just, well, no, but I. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. But I, you know, <laughs> I've got. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I've got all the fancy web editor programs, you know, that that are available. Hmm. But I just haven't, you know, like my website. Um, that was all done you know, writing text in a word processor, writing HTML in a word processor mm-hmm. uh, many years ago, <laughs> you know. And yeah. basically, I didn't know what I was doing. I got a book on HTML and started writing it. And, Bracket. Uh, Bracket. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I, you know, and I basically picked things of mine that were simple enough to do you know, that I could do. So it's it's basically really simple stuff, you know. And eventually it got so to the point where, I, you know, I started making changes and then that really got to be a problem because if I changed a link in one place, you know, that meant I had to go through and find all the other places that affected that. And, and there was no automation in that process. I mean, I had to do it all by hand. So I, I just gave up. I just realized this is stupid I'll have to wait until better software comes out. Mm. And, of course, the better software came out, but I never went back to developing the site. So my site is pretty much the way it was five years ago when I first wrote it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The time will come when you will just find the time to put your mind to it. it I doubt it. I don't think so. I think think it'll no, I think what will have to happen is there will have to be some collaboration with somebody who actually knows what they're doing and mm-hmm. and I work it working together maybe because uh I'm you know I'm just not going to do it. It's I mean that's the thing I realized is that uh 
you know, to really learn that software and to use it well and even know what's possible. You know, I'd actually have to spend many, many hours uh, learning how to do that stuff, and I just mm-hmm. don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and I hate to. There are plenty of other um, people who already know that stuff anyway. So. Yes. Well, um, I would really like to know how to use Photoshop, but uh-huh. it is just so massive in its capabilities. Like, again, I don't know what it is possible yeah. of doing, and it would take me hours to learn how to do one thing. And Well, what do you want yeah, to do with it? One day. Oh, what do you want to do? Just, um, you know, take out things from pictures that I don't want, blur edges, make, um, create, you know, illusion type, you know, whatever, distortions and just create a little bit of picture art for oh. websites I might want to play with. Yeah, well, you know, do you have Photoshop? Mm, I do. Because, you know, you can just start with something simple, you know, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah, find I... a need to like and uh, start with. And there are lots of uh, tutorials, free tutorials on the web for Photoshop. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mailing lists and all sorts of hint places and you know how to do stuff in Photoshop. I've got Photoshop and I use it often, but you know, I mean, I use it about two percent of what it can do. Maybe not even mm-hmm. that much, you know, but. But I love it for the things I have learned how to do. By the way, yeah. I uh, I just sent you uh, a file, oh, okay. a PDF, and you have yeah. to accept it. Okay. Yes. I won't just now because I'm lying down. Okay. <laughs> I'm away from my computer. Okay. Well, it'll be there for you when when you uh, when you decide to do that. Uh, and then we can talk about it. actually uh, it it says more than you need to know there, but I didn't edit that out, so uh we'll, we'll have to talk the The last two or three instructions uh, are not part of this exercise, but the first okay. three or four are and and we'll we can talk about it sure, but there's no hurry on that I mean it's pretty self explanatory is it it's all there. I would just suggest that you print out the uh the file the the sample text and actually do your editing on the printout it'll be a lot easier probably to do it that way well we'll just talk about it so yep you know in the meantime you're here i'm here let's talk about whatever's going on right now mhm well um i saw a movie since we last spoke called humanity ascending okay Does that ring Is a that bell? A- no, it doesn't. Sounds, I love the title. Is it, a, oh, is it available on the web or what? Oh, yeah. Have you heard okay. of a lady, oh, so gonna... Barbara Marks Hubbard? Oh, I listen, Barbara Marks Hubbard and I are old, not friends, but we've met several times. Mate. She was, uh, yeah, she's one of my favorite people around for sure. Yeah. She's released the movie. Oh, okay. It goes I for about know. 40 minutes. And well, send me... in her, in, yeah, I will. Um, in about 40 minutes, she explains most articulately for the average Joe her vision of where we've been and where we are going, and it is just awesome. Yeah. And I'm surprised yep. you haven't seen it because she mentions the caterpillar and the butterfly and everything. Oh, yeah. 
Well, it's not hard. I mean, it's not really a new idea. You know, I mean, I don't think either one of us invented it. You know, uh, I know. You know, it's a good metaphor, but um, yeah, um, I think you like it. Well, the thing is, I uh, I I got involved with. Uh, I met her at a conference in the early 1980s, and uh, she was pretty influential on my thinking back then. And, but that was, you know, I got it, and I haven't actually paid much attention to her since then, you know, because I just, I got it, and I went on to other things. Although, curiously, just um, probably not two weeks ago, in, in right here in Takshu, somebody was doing a live interview with Barbara Marks Hubbard here in Takshu. Oh, my gosh. And uh, and she sounds great. She's I don't know how old. She must be getting really old by now, but she sounds good, full of energy and intelligent and still talking mm-hmm. about the same stuff. And um, and she lives uh, north of here in Montecito. And we, we've just recently had some big forest fire, or not forest, but fires here that have destroyed a bunch of houses. And um, she was in a neighborhood that was affected by those fires. I don't think her house burned, but but during the uh, during the cast, she had to cancel and leave because they had to evacuate. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so, so she says she excused herself and says, "I'm sorry, but you know uh, <laughs> the neighborhood is burning down, and we have to leave now." <laughs> oh dear. That's she seemed to be handling it. She seemed to be handling it okay. Yes. Uh, dear. Yeah. Well, that's. Um, I really liked it, and um, certainly sparked something in me. Just yeah, to be able to. Go yeah, on. Sorry. Yeah, well, this is, I'm just gonna, you know, second your motion that she's um, she's one of the people who's nailed it fairly clearly that, you know, we're the transition between two great eras of human or planetary history here. It isn't just, you know, something, you know, some little blip on the economic thing, you know, or that, you know, something in America or, you know, this is uh, big stuff we're involved in here. Mm -hmm. And to me, the main drive is either we all choose to cooperate globally as a community, or we perish. Um, as she's pointed out in the evolution from the Big Bang through to today, the the definition between a species surviving or going extinct is communi- um, co- cooperation. And adaptation, yeah. The ability yes. to change and, uh, and adapt to new circumstances, yeah. Mm. Well, I'm very optimistic. Yeah, I, actually, I think I don't even think of humans as a species. Actually, I think humans, as we see them, are really an interim species uh, between the old language monkeys and the Earthlings that are now emerging. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Earthlings actually, uh, for the most part, I think they probably are going to go extinct, mm. uh, and the ones that are left will be Earthlings. They will think mm-hmm. differently. They'll be, again, you know, it's like uh, when you talk about species being, in, you know, and define a species by being interbreedable. Mm. Well, there's nothing wrong with that as a definition of species, but that's really almost irrelevant. It's far more important how people think than who they can impregnate, <laughs> you know. Yes. 
Well, and that's what so we've I, evolved I think, to. Yeah, yeah, um, and I think, um, in a sense, the well, you know, that the earth, there's nothing genetically that distinguishes Earthlings from Homo sapiens. I mean, genetically, we're all part of the same stock. What's different is the way that you think. Yes. And that that difference is far more important, like I say, than any genetic difference or skin color or eye color or, you know, any of those other genetically involved characteristics. Those are all more or less irrelevant. Mm. Mm. Yes. Have you heard the term punctuated equilibrium? Yes, yes. We okay, had did we talk about, about that? Okay, well, yeah, because I, that, that really... That really changed my thinking a lot when I realized that, yeah, we're in one of those punctuations. So, mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that explains the last 50,000 years. Mm. Well, I think what how that got you, this movie, in just being able to visualize it and to hear someone speak about it so well, I have a new hope towards our future in that even if my generation and the next perhaps don't survive all too comfortably, etc. I just feel like it at least is perpetuating us on that journey towards hopefully that vision. Um, so daughter. at least, yeah, well, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, they're the ones that are really going to do it. You know, the, mm. the majority of adults that are alive today are not going to change. I mean, some of them mm. will. And maybe even a lot of them will over the next 20 or 30 years. But uh, the real hope, I think, is, you know, the next couple generations of children, the ones that are coming up right now, your daughter, you know, that's the generation. I'm so passionate about it because I do understand it's, you know, the youngest generations we can get our little hands on that are so important. And um, I used that other website just recently called Meetup. Is it meetup.com? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, I know about it. Yeah, yeah. People. yeah. And um, yeah. I've actually found people. It's yeah. okay. There's a couple of groups that are in Adelaide that I'm interested in. And, you know, one oh. is entitled Conscious Parenting. Oh, so great. I'm, That's awesome. Oh, that neat. awesome. Have you met and up with them? Not yet. There's one e- this Friday coming, actually. Okay. All right. Um, and all their oh, subcategories great. that they're interested in are exactly what I'm going towards. So I was like, that is just awesome. Oh, and yeah. one yeah. Um, term that I put myself under the umbrella of in this little um, website was called critical pedagogy. Um, uh-huh. I won't bother explaining it to you, but if you Wikipedia that term, critical yeah. pedagogy, um, yeah. I just thought, oh, that's exactly the educational style I would try to direct my children into toward. Yeah. Um, and you'll be able to read that about, about that and understand what I was saying whenever you're ready. But mm. so these people are all like-minded, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm quite excited. I'm re- I'm at the web. I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. I'm not going to read it now, but I can see that there's a lot of information there. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, it's happening. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's really happening. There are people all over the world talking about this stuff now. 
You know, hmm. I mean, it's still sort of under the surface to a, you know, to most of the mainstream Homo sapiens, but. Uh, you know, it's here. This isn't just a couple of weirdos, you know. There's a whole bunch of people saying this stuff. And and we're getting the technology to do something about it now, too. That's what I'm so excited about, is that mm-hmm. this book, Emergence, that I'm reading now is just so exciting. I mean, I oh, never... Yes, I mean, Stephen Johnson? That's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... I'm really beginning to, to feel even more optimistic about the possibility of humans living without government, mm-hmm. you know, that we don't need. You know, I mean, the one thing that the right-wing patriots are all just terrified of is the so-called New World Order, you know. Uh, they see the, NWO, a, the, I've called that. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's a, <laughs> a, a group of people in the United States who are staunch Americans who, uh, who oh, see... Oh, the same uh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And they see it as a global order as a real threat to their freedom, you know, Mm. because they can only imagine just the American government only on a global scale, you know, and they want to fight that. But uh, Johnson's book is really, and the the other one too, Computer Theology, uh, both of them are offering models of organization that don't require anybody to be in charge. (laughs) <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that you might be able to develop a system that spontaneously generates just the order we need with nobody in charge, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. And mm-hmm. that's just mind-boggling to think of that, you know. It is. I think, it. I mean, for the layman like myself and others, if we can conceptualize that, surely governments know if they didn't have the pressure of re-election, I would feel like writing a letter to my Prime Minister and say, just govern if there has to be governance, as if there is no re-election. You know, and I'm yeah. no, some may yeah. call that communism or you know, a dictator. I'm not sure. I'm not that savvy. But just act as if you could build the biggest, bestest picture. Yeah. Um, you know... Too many um, ulterior motivations, I believe, interferes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't think there's really any hope for that old system. I think it just has to collapse. I don't think there's really anything there. Well, there may be some parts of it that we need to carry through, some of the structures probably, but the idea of governance, you know, of of, uh, people, like even the idea of representative democracy, that we vote for people and then complain about what they do. <laughs> you know, I mean, the point is, either get involved, if there's something you care about, get involved and take care of it, or shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and we've got the technology now to do that. That's exactly the point, is that we don't need to elect people and then complain about them. You know, if if we care, you know, we've got, well, well, again, that's the whole thing is developing new systems that are self-organizing that don't require, uh, you know, us to be maintaining this stuff. And again, we've, with the computer intelligence and the network and the matrix and all of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I would but, dare say that a lot of Westerners have forgotten and lost the ability to... Um, demonstrate and to begin a movement we've become complacent um you know ho hum let's go to the shops 
buy more things, feel better about ourselves, come home, yeah. watch TV. Whereas if you look towards the you know second world developments, etc., you've got you know Africans or other people protesting still for basic human rights, etc., and they're making oh. small incremental progress. Yeah. But I don't know. The majority of the Western world is just lazy and complacent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, basically they got their TVs on because uh, anytime any disturbing thought emerges, they just go turn on the TV and those disturbing thoughts go away. Go away. Mm. <laughs> you know, no more disturbing thoughts. Mm-hmm. But I think they're not going to be able to do that much longer. I, I suspect there will come, I mean, as this, you know, chaos spreads and the old systems increasingly are incapable of dealing with it, uh, even America is going to uh, be facing some serious problems, you know, and people are going to be, uh, you know, well, some people will get far more conservative and dangerous and other people will be actually willing to wake up, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I hopped on to one of the talk shoe rooms the other day. Um, I think it was, it was, it was titled something, religiously inclined and I was just uh-huh. curious because you had encouraged us to <laughs> hop in there sometime and just hear what they're saying and it's yeah. bizarre yeah yeah it's a little frightening Example well, of extremism yeah 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 it worries me um, you know as optimistic as I am and I am really optimistic I do think that uh, evolution and Bob is on our side uh, that this world will be transformed into a reasonable, conscious, living entity over the next 30 to 50 years. But uh, it could be a really bloody process, you know. Mm. Mm. And uh, I mentioned that, um, how you've mentioned in the past, um, you know, we are seeing in the media other groups, religious-based groups being quite extreme. You wait till... Um, the Christians or, you know, yeah. the Western yeah. religions get a hold of that. They don't have a grip on things anymore. It'll be just like the old Crusades again. Oh, oh I think it's going to be even worse, actually. Well, I don't know. I mean, I just, I just think um, we need to maybe start preparing for something like that because if that does happen, I don't want to be here, that's for sure. You know, I don't know where I want to be, but I sure as hell don't want to be here for a couple of years because I don't think it'll last long. But, but it, it could get really ugly, you know. Mm-hmm. And it really is what it amounts to is a sort of interspecies war, you know, between yeah. the people who uh, want to go back to the way it was two thousand years ago and the people who want to go forward into a new world, a brave new world, <laughs> you know. Mm. It's interesting here um, whether you would consider that television channels or networks obviously have a political sway. They have a, a, a slant, you know, in a certain direction. We've got a channel here called um, SBS, which is a global type focused network. Every Friday night, they play um, footage and documentaries on Nazi. Um, war time documentary mm-hmm. yeah. which to me is just I feel like it's just a reminder 
just keep looking back, just keep looking back at where we've been and what has happened yeah. by these these people with those mindsets. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, their focus is normally, you say, on a global sort of perspective? and Yes, yeah. 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 And mostly positive stuff. Yeah, okay. Um, Every evening the presenters are of diverse nationality with accents, um, which I think... Is this a popular uh, program? I mean, is this something that a lot of people look at or is it something that only the intelligentsia are even aware of? Um, I'd... Um, yes, <laughs> I'd say, yeah, yep, that channel, SBS and the ABC, are um, uh-huh. more for the in open-minded, educated, mm. huh. as opposed to well, the networks that just show all those silly reality TV programs. Oh, I know, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't know what's going on with television really in America because I got rid of my TV about, I don't even know how long ago now it was, 10 or 12 years ago. So I don't, you know, I remember what it was like. And I, and I read about here in America, Fox News is the sort of spokes uh, person for the old order, capitalism and nationalism and Americanism and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And and we and then we have uh, PBS, you know, the public broadcasting system, which, the, of course, the other people accuse of being, you know, terrorists, basically, because they, <laughs> you know, because they maybe show an opera or something. That that that's almost the equivalent of mm-hmm. terrorism to these people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know? yes. No. So yeah. much for free speech. It's free speech if I say it is. <laughs> well, you know, I just, you know, I just don't pay much attention to that kind of stuff anymore. You know, without a TV, I don't. I mean, I know it's there, and now without, uh, without a newspaper, you know, I only get the news now. I mean, I, there's plenty of news available on the net, and I use Google News, but that only actually focuses on, you know, pretty much the most important stuff. Mm. And uh, so, I'm, you know, I, I'm not quite sure just how I'm connected into all this stuff anymore, you know? Uh, mm. It may or may not be, you know, that, that decision is yours and you are managing and finding your own direction. I think it's unique to your situation and therefore perfect. So I watch. I am watching the SBS station the most because it has some pretty good global documentaries. Yeah. Um, I watched this one about, I was fascinated, in China, in the equivalent of what I would have considered grade six, they would have classroom elections where these middle six-year-olds had to debate and win the position of classroom leader and appoint assistants and it was quite fascinating. These children were being taught how to 
pick the other opponent apart and to point out weaknesses <laughs> and tell the class wow. why they should be the de democratically appointed leader. And it was quite... And these were six-year-olds? Grade six children, which grade, Oh, grade six. Okay, well, 12, 10 maybe years 10 old. or 11. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh. Wow. Wow. One of my uh, good friends uh, was born in China and uh, now lives here. And she was a student of mine when I was teaching English. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, I'll, I mean, there are certain things that I guess I'll just never understand. I've always been sort of left-wing, leaning, radical, political kind of guy, you know. And, uh, of course, she came here and wanted to get away from communism. Mm. And, uh, in the and I, you know, she's very guarded about um, the kinds of things she'll say in public, you know, and, and drawing attention Ew. to herself, you know. She learned to keep a very low profile because she, you know, had thoughts that were not proper thoughts, you know, in communist China. And so she had to learn to censor herself, and and um, and she, you know, it's just really interesting to be around a person who grew up in such a a different system, you know, and, mm. and you know, man. That's effectively what you possibly would term brainwashing. Like she's been brainwashed to think and behave a certain way. It's going to take quite a concerted effort to untrain herself to know she could speak freely. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, that's beginning to change here too now. <laughs> the thing is, I don't okay. feel all that that free to. I mean, it's certainly better here than there, but I, that's what part of the things that worries me. You know, I mean, they've got, and of course, a lot of these, uh, you know, conspiracy theorist people around here, saying precisely that that the government is listening to all communications and they've got software that can pick out words and. When the time comes, they're just going to come and arrest everybody that's got the wrong attitude, you know. Now, I, I don't know how much of that I – and actually, I don't care, really, whether they do or not. But but um, anyway, it was just really interesting to see her reactions because I, I – and I'd make – I'd embarrass her. I mean, I, it took me a long time to figure it out, you know, but I talk a little too loud for her. You know, when we're when we're in a public place, and I talk about things that she's just really uncomfortable talking about in a per, in a public place. She's just she grew up, uh, and she's got this sort of thing about if you're in a public place, then you always talk quietly, and you certainly never talk about anything philosophical or anything like that. You know. Mm. And mm -hmm. and she got would I mean she's overcome a lot of that now. I mean she's been here like ten years, so. Uh, you know, she's eased up a little bit, but it was it was really interesting to see that. You know, mm, mm -hmm. mm. well, I hope she's realized she's made a good life choice and enjoying it. Oh, I think uh, you know she's smart enough to know that that America wasn't you know some sort of heaven. You know, hmm. and she, you know, she has to work for a living and deal. She worked. Uh, I mean, for years she was in school here, working to su support herself illegally uh, as a waitress in Chinese restaurants, and um, and she knows how hard the capitalist system is. You know, hmm. and she doesn't like. I mean, she again, she's 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 changed a whole lot. <laughs> you know, I mean, she came over here. I think. 
thinking somewhat naively about it, but <laughs> I think she's woken up to the, the dark <laughs> side of capitalism too. So, yeah. Uh, yes. Mm. I noticed um, Jamal is in the room. Yeah. Hearing. Yeah, but yes, I know, and um, and he hasn't asked for the mic. And he also Hi. knows that, that my routine is that I usually only talk with one person at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just, I just want you know, to acknowledge him and say hello. <laughs> yeah, hi, hi, Jamal. Yeah, yeah, he's um, he's been around a lot. I, he and I met quite some time ago. And, uh, well, he's another one of the people out there who is – and he's – have you – have you talked to Jamal or heard any of the, the talks yes. with him? Okay, yeah. Yes, yeah. that's so, the gentleman from yeah. Pakistan. Right, yeah. Mm. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's, boy, again, it's just so neat, you know, to, to, to see people from all over the planet, you know, talking to one another, you know. Mm-hmm. Pakistan, mm-hmm. Korea, the Netherlands, well, Australia, what, you know. Where Virel comes from? Uh, he's from Ukraine. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Not not that I know much about that location. However, I can't imagine life oh, yeah. too easy. Basically, yeah, a former uh, Soviet, uh, mm. you know, uh, republic. You know, that's now, you know, a separate state. Mm-hmm. For now. Yeah. Until... You know, and actually, you know, it's a little embarrassing because I'm not quite sure whether it's Ukraine or where he's from. It's somewhere in Eastern Europe that used to be a yes. Soviet bloc block thing. And I'm not quite sure whether it's Hungary or Ukraine or somewhere around in there. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I feel really embarrassed. But um, he, English but, would be second language for himself also. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I recall you mentioning in one of your conversations with somebody, how how warmed you are to speak to people with English as a second language and how well they can articulate themselves and speak about the subjects that they are so well. And, yeah. Um, I think he was is as well. I was like, oh, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it, especially, you know, that's not as amazing to me as the the people that I've met from China and Korea. Um, mm. Because their, I mean, their languages are so different. Uh, I mean, I, uh, like I said, I taught English as a second language for quite a while. And most of my students were Koreans. And I've seen the difficulty that they have to make any sense out of English at all, to, and, and especially to put together sort of complex sentences with, you know, semicolons in them and, you know, parenthetical phrases and things like that. And, um, and Thomas and another guy named Charlie and some other people I've met from Korea, you know, in China too, some people from China just blow me away you know they must have worked so hard yes you know and and they can and they can really put together i mean they're better i mean they have accents and they screw things up once in a while but actually they have better thinking skills better language skills in english than many native um speakers of english that i know like neighbors and people i work with you know Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's amazing 
I find um, from my observations the um, the Asian uh, people that learn English when they hear us speak and they say you know how we speak in colloquialisms it's raining cats and dogs yeah and it's like what the heck you know is that literal yeah, or yeah, can you yeah, just right. pop yeah, that over yeah. there for me and it's like what do you mean by pop that over there for me yeah yeah so, yeah so they take things yeah, very literally yeah, well, English is very idiomatic. Well, once they understand the concept of an idiom, then they realize that, you know, what's going on, that you can mm-hmm. you can know all the words, but it still doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know, like the old, to kick the bucket or something. And <laughs> yeah. they go, what the hell does that have to do with what we were just talking about, you know? Yes. And, uh, you know. But I think yes. most languages are like that. I think most languages have things like that. And once you explain that, they usually realize, okay, yeah, we got the same thing, same kind of thing going on in our own language. So that, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 it uh, you know, isn't quite so surprised. And that's what I tell them is that, you know, when you're reading something and if you understand all of the words, you know, mm-hmm. or at least you think you do, and it still doesn't make any sense, then you may very well be dealing with an idiom. And there are idiom dictionaries, you know, on the net and in book form where you can mm-hmm. look those things up. If you see a phrase that you just don't understand, mm. you know, that you can uh, usually find them and then have it explained. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, just off the subject, of my, um, I had written down some notes, as I always do, and... Um, one of my question marks is, you know, why do you think that um, the earthlings, as you term them, are so passive and quiet? And I think we've already covered a bit of that. Oh, no, those then aren't how... the earthlings. Those are the humans. <laughs> do you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Well, see, that's just the way I use language. I refer to the humans as the old species, the humans. The new species are the earthlings. That... But I was actually referring to people like yourself and I. Like I feel as that, passive. You think we're well, passive? I do feel that a little bit. Oh, and okay. We are quiet. Maybe not yourself, because you're you're much more familiar with this terrain and you've been living with it for some time. But um, perhaps like your friend from China, like she would perhaps still feel quite quietened, like you know. Anyway, where I was going with this was how can we remain connected or be connected um, in a specific um, networked environment, so to speak. Because Jamal has just asked me for my Skype ID, which I've given him, and he's just contacted me. So now, I mean, I'm familiar with your conversations conversations with Jamal and know his background to a degree. Yeah. And yeah. we're now connected. Right. Yeah, that's the um, game. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> so how we need to harness this and keep encouraging it um, and let people yeah. know that there are others out there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're doing here. That's what I think I'm doing here mm. is, uh, like I say, I'm here to, to find... Again, it's a little frustrating because most of the people in talks you think they're doing talk radio. You know, they're wannabe talk radio hosts. Mm-hmm. And I see this as an opportunity to meet other members of my species. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what it's for, for me, is to meet people and uh, to and for them to hook up, for them to meet one another. And, and I don't know where it's going to go, but uh, um, I think it's important that we... Again, because for, for so many years, I felt really isolated, really um, a hermit. I mean, I was a hermit for a long time. I mean, I... I mean, I lived in the city, I went to work, I had acquaintances, but intellectually, spiritually, I was really alone, except for the books that I read, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I knew there were other people in the world, but the chances of me running into them at Starbucks was very slim, you know? I mean, there might be 10 people sitting in Starbucks right now, but I don't know, you can't tell by looking at somebody what they're thinking, (laughs) you know? That's where I was coming from because I think you've got a really good grasp of this. You've had a few years to really come to terms with this and found your your source to connect with people. But um, but prior to me getting broadband three weeks ago, Heron, I was uh, one of you. I yeah, yeah, you were all alone. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're not anymore. And it was, no. <laughs> it was Welcome. such a punctuation mark in my life. Um, yeah, yeah. E.g., connect with the new technologies that we've evolved with to become, have, use, and here I am. Yeah, and and the potential for this is beyond anything I think either one of us can imagine. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a lot of ideas about it, and I, you know, I think I understand some parts of it, but, but, uh, well, I say I think this is part of this this whole new planet that's evolving. We're right right in the middle of that right now, mm. you know? Mm. And uh, and I'm just blown away by it. Like I say, I mean, uh, for years, I, you know, there were books. I had access to books, and that was nice, and I read them and thought about it, and I'd go to conferences, and every once in a while I'd meet someone who was sort of interested in it, but most people aren't obsessed by it like I am, <laughs> you know? So I'd wear them out real quickly, you know? <laughs> And but you know now there are people I talk to almost every day, who I can't wear out. <laughs> you know they're they're as crazy about all this stuff as I am. You know. Yep. Yep. Mm. I think it's. Um reassuring to speak with people frequently and to know you can touch out touch it you know reach out and yeah and if you're not know, crazy yeah and just the fact that i see some of the same names here you know most not every day but you know um you know i mean there are a few people that come here regularly and uh, and again, I'm getting lots of downloads from I guess from iTunes. Uh, you know, more than 180. Uh, well, it's averaging around 175 a week now. Mm. So you know, somebody out there Individual. that I don't even know. Well, I'm I'm yeah, 107. Last week I had 162 downloads wow. or files. Uh, you know, of previous. You know recordings. You know those recordings that are there on the on the web page. Um, 162 downloads last week. I had 231 the week before. And, um, and I don't know who those people are. You know, I mean, I get four or five people in here 
Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, once in a while, Hypno Talk just came in. I haven't seen that name, I don't think. Jason is a guy I've known for a long time here. I met him over on Skypecast. Uh-huh. Uh, and Jamal I met there. Uh-huh. But uh, there are a bunch of people listening to this stuff, uh, I guess. <laughs> you know, but I don't know who they are, and they don't come here and, and talk. I, actually, I, one of these times I'm going to do a, a recording talking to those people and telling them to get their butt in here and tell me who they are. If they, you know, I mean, if, if they're actually interested in this stuff, they need to get connected, not just sitting out there anonymously. Well, I could do it right now. I, I just said it, didn't I? If you're yes, if you're a note to you people out there who are downloading this crap and not coming in and talking, shame on you. Yes. Get your butt in here. Introduce yourself. Of course, if you think this is interesting stuff and important stuff, then uh-huh. yeah, please don't just be a consumer out there. We need you. A passive Call consumer. In. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just um I have thought about that schedule we mentioned talked about mm-hmm. there and, and I was um a morning's good for you, perhaps Friday or a Saturday morning. What uh, morning have you thought about what particular time in the morning, my time? Yes, I thought nine or between nine and ten o'clock your time. Because I was prepared uh, to get up about 5.30 a.m. my time, and then I've got an hour and a half before my daughter let me gets get my, Let me get my international clock up here. Mm-hmm. Is, are you, you're, the, you're not the same as Melbourne, are you? Your time is uh, a is half hour, basically the uh, same, right? Yeah, what time yeah. is it there, 12 now, or what? Correct, 12 o'clock, uh, okay. lunchtime. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a half hour. Okay. Um, so so uh, okay, twelve there now. So you want to do it? What time in the morning for you? You want to do it at what time? Oh, for you, for you. Oh, no, no, no. But I mean, what time would that be for you? About five thirty a.m. And you're you're okay with that? You can function at five thirty a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like that? I mean, I mean, some people like that. I mean, that would not work for me at all. But, I mean, some people, you know, are good at that. If that's a good time for you, um, that would that would work for me. I'd rather do it an hour later, actually, would work for me. But does that interfere with your schedule if we did it from between 10 and 11 rather than 9 and 10 my time? Sure. Yes, no, that would be fine, too. That would work for you? 10, 10 would be a little better for me, 10 to 11. Okay. All right. And uh, either Friday or Saturday makes no difference to me. Mm-hmm. Sure. Anyway, okay. I was just um, giving you sort of what I had thought about, so you can yeah. go away yeah. with that oh, and think that about sounds it. Pretty, that sounds pretty good. What we should mm-hmm. do is, uh, well, you and I need to talk about that file you just received. Um Actually, we well, yeah, we can talk about it at your convenience, uh, and and then, well, we could do that. Let's see. We should do it before. Well, we could do it next Friday or Saturday at ten o'clock my time if you want to. If you want to wait that long, or we could start before that. Basically, I just need to explain to you what you need to do. 
you know, what the homework assignment is. So we could do that in probably 10 minutes. Uh, And we could do it anytime. Uh So uh, anytime you see me online, you can just give me a call. Or if I see you online, I can call you, I guess, and we could get that cleared away. Sure. And and then uh, and then we could set you know decide when we're going to meet and go over it. It may take you a while. It's it's a well it's not a difficult assignment, but it will take some time. Um, and like I say, I want to talk with you about it. So well, like I say, we're making this up as we go along right now. So let's not worry about it. We'll talk when we do, and we'll get this thing started. Yes. Yep, I'm happy to go with that. Yeah, and you can take a look at that thing in the meantime. Yeah, why don't you just look at that thing that I gave you, and then just call me, and we'll talk about it. Uh, call me at your convenience. How's that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you, yep. you've got the file now, and, and yeah, that's the way we'll do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just, um, you know, for how we were talking about being a, a passive consumer, I saw on the news the other day that there was a Walmart employee killed. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. By yeah. stampeding Trampled. shoppers. That's right. Yeah. Welcome Is to that America. That's the epitome of <laughs> disgraceful behavior. Oh yeah, it's it's hard to imagine. I'm a little surprised it hasn't happened before, though. <laughs> you know, because oh. it just seems like so American. You know, in, being in his Islam, family? they get trampled by, uh, you know, at the Hodge. You know, people get trampled. You know, in Mecca. You know, every year there's a couple hundred get trampled <laughs> to death over there. You know, I'm sure Walmart would be happy to hear their equivalent to Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's just. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty surprising when I read about that. But then when I thought about it, you know, I mean, it, not nothing much surprises me anymore. You know, I think, well, yep, that's them humans, all right. <laughs> that's just the kind of thing you'd expect from them. Well, I wanted to just share with you just a little daily example of how you can make a slightly different choice about being a consumer. Now, I'm not on the bones of my bum. We're not broke okay but the other day I spent the day with my mum and we went out to the like little second hand shops um, that are charity type shops which support a community group and we purchased two t-shirts for my child some toys some books and some more clothing actually for eight dollars and, they yeah, and it would have, would have cost order. how much? And it would have cost how much uh, at a, if you go to a first line store? Oh, easily over a hundred. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. That's the craziness. You know, it's not about being poor. It's about deciding. Like I say, I I don't think of myself as poor, but I don't have much money. But I don't I don't need much. And what that does is it buys me time. The fact that I don't have to go spend all this money on all these stupid things that most people think are so important means mm-hmm. I only have to work three days a week mm-hmm. instead of five. <laughs> you know, and those days aren't very long days either. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so yeah, I mean, that makes sense. You know, why would you waste money so uh, you know wor- that you work for 
<laughs> you know. I look at it, what? my perspective is, is because I'm a greenie at heart, is that it's an, I'm doing my part as well in recycling. I'm not yeah. consuming new materials yeah. and production yeah. and transportation and all of that. And yeah, I'm right. also feeling yeah. teaching my daughter the values of you don't have to be. I mean, I'm sure once yeah. she hits her teenage years, she's going to want the latest and greatest. But I'm hoping some well, of her previous not. years founding. Oh. Well, maybe yeah. she will. Maybe she won't. Depends on how she's brought up. You know, mm. you may want to seriously consider not. You know, I mean, I'm quite serious about this. Getting rid of the TV before she's much older than she is now, because she's already being. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I've got to think about the television. I just uh, think it's shameful myself. Even good TV. See, I mean, the problem is I watched good TV. I didn't sit around and watch Dukes of Hazzard reruns. I mean, I watched PBS science specials, art things, and all that. You know, and there's plenty of good TV. But what I finally realized is, you know, you can spend your whole life watching other people do interesting things instead of doing interesting things yourself, you know? And, um, I'm starting to mark on my calendar days where I don't even turn on the TV. That's good. And they're that's becoming good. quite frequent. Good. Well, and I'd be very careful about how your daughter is exposed to it. Again, it's I think she, you need to get her, her own laptop immediately. She needs it now. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> you know? I have right. just got a second-hand keyboard for her. And she plays uh, with it on the ground. Oh, cool, 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 cool. That's great. <laughs> yeah, you could get an old, you know, you could probably find an old laptop for 50 bucks somewhere, you know, that would be just plenty good for her right now. And even if she wrecked it, who cares? You know? mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, this is so awesome, man. I just think about her, you know, and what she could become if she wasn't, brain damage like like we we have all been you know yeah wow yeah really it's just and plus you're now you're hooking up with other people there who are interested in conscious parenting that's just coming up next week you said so that'll be real fun to see who those people are be careful a lot of people you know you know a lot of people like those ideas because they think it's cool but but they're not really ready for it, you know. So yeah, don't I know where you're coming away. from. Yeah, and so I don't, don't really want to walk into a room of lonely hearts, if you know what I mean, and start oh, I know, I know. introducing I know. trouble to my life. Yeah, no, you got to be very careful with those Homo sapiens. I mean, I, you know, well, I'm pretty good at dealing with them now, so it's, it's not a problem. But, but yeah, you want to be, you know, because you could, you could be very helpful, instrumental for them, and, and, and depending upon who they are, they could be very helpful and instrumental to you, you know, depending upon who you're going to run into there. Mm. But, uh, well, I'm yeah, going me- to be encouraging this um, talk shoe forum as well because I have saved in my talk shoe profile a room called Conscious Parenting. I'm thinking of changing oh, the title cool. a little bit, but... Um, yeah, and I'm going to be saying, you know, if we can't idea. physically get together, let's get in here and talk yeah, globally. Right. Let's parents. Yeah. And I want to talk well, parents. I don't want it to be just mums. I think, you know, dads have a lot to contribute yeah. as well. Or anybody, actually, who has some interest in raising a young person. doesn't even mm-hmm. have to be a parent. It might be an older brother or sister mm-hmm. who can, mm-hmm. you know, whose parents are idiots. 
<laughs> you know, who wants to see that their little brother does better or something, you know, or aunts and yeah. uncles or neighbor or anybody who's in. I mean, the the main thing is a is a commitment to some child having, you know, a bit more conscious existence, you know. Yeah. Who was speaking with the other day, actually? My cousin is visiting here at the moment from London, and his youngest sibling is a good 10 years younger than himself, and that is the closest relationship he has with the four of his siblings, is the yeah. one he had the most influence upon growing up. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Wow, these are... Well, you know, did you meet Dave Roll? Does that name sound familiar? Was he in the room here? Because uh, I met him through Meetup. Uh, okay. Meetup is quite active, you know, here in, uh, in, I think it started up here in the United States, and it's very active in L.A. and Orange County where I live. And I met him through uh, a Meetup. He runs like 10 different Meetups. Wow, <laughs> and now he's started, uh, but he he's decided that he's uh, going to use TalkShoe. I mean, he, to augment that. So now he's doing some of his meetups in TalkShoe in addition to the regular live meetups where people get together. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's doing the same thing that you're thinking about doing is, you know, using it in both places and augmenting them. You know, mm. I think it's a good filtering point as well. The TalkShoe. Um, potentially um, for my own peace of mind, the way I'd approach things locally, um, just to be able to speak with people first. and Yeah. Well, you know, I don't even feel a need to get... To, in fact, I actually prefer this Speaking. kind of a meeting space than actually physically meeting with people. Uh, physically meeting with people is fun too, and it, it's okay, but... I don't know. I, I sense a kind of unwillingness for people to be honest in person that I don't get here. I the, agree people with you. Are, people are protecting their images more when they're face-to-face with somebody. But here, it's like, God, I'm, not, I'm just blown away by the honesty that I get out of people here. You know, I mean, they say stuff that is so intimate and so, so real you know, and I, I just think, you know, I don't think they would have said that if we were looking at each other over a table in Starbucks, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. To, actually, I would prefer to just pursue the talk show. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. don't have the time to, um, you know, when you develop acquaintances and friendships, you you need to invest time and idle chit chat and and all these things i would rather just have a meeting of minds be productively engaged rather than yeah that's that's the same problem i run into here is that as people you know like jamal and jason and there's a whole bunch of people that i've met here who have become friends now you know Mm. and and i always have to sort of be careful that it doesn't just degenerate into chit chat you know that they come in. And that's why I mean, I, I like I say, just because uh, Jamal is logged in here, I didn't turn on his mic. He did ask for the mic. By the way, Jamal, I noticed that you asked for the mic, and I am going to turn your mic on before I end this. So, 
<laughs> but but I mean, <laughs> many times over the over the last couple of years, I've discovered that my own cast turn into sort of meaningless chit chat sometimes when someone that I've talked to many times comes in, and I have to really keep on purpose, you know, and keep saying, no, no, listen, we're not here to bullshit. We're here to talk about this subject. Call me later and we'll bullshit, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I can appreciate that. Yeah. Well, yeah we I do think, have yeah. a focus, I believe. You know, we have an objective and a focus about yeah. why we're meeting. So if we're recording this and people are going to be listening to it later, we don't want to bore them with drivel. Yeah, uh, needs to have. Yeah some content yeah. each time, I hope. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good idea, yeah. I mean, there's not a day that goes by, I mean, not to blow your smoke, but, you know, I think of you, you know, daily or so, because, you know, we're sharing similar subject matter at the moment, so I think, oh, you know, I'll mention that to Heron at some stage or yeah. this and that, and you could just jump online and, you know, talk about it till it dies, but... I sort of, no, it's um, better to do it here. No, you're right. It's better to do it because if it's something that you're that's important to you, then we're going to assume that it's also important to a few other people somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe only one or two, but it may be very important to them. <laughs> mm. Yep, hopefully. Okay, well. Yeah, I think um, actually, I think it's time for me to end this because we've run over a little bit. Let me. I'm going to leave your mic on, and I'm going to turn Jamal's on. Let's the three of us talk. We'll chit chat. <laughs> Permission <laughs> <a> granted. <laughs> Maybe. Let's see. Jamal, are you there? I turned your mic on. Hello. Hi, Jamal. Yeah. So, hi, Whisper. Hello, Jamal. And, hello. Thanks for and, hanging uh, in there. No. <laughs> did, did, did you want to say anything, Jamal? Yeah, I, I'm glad that you haven't posted that, you know, bullshit that I was talking yesterday. And uh, uh, well, I would have posted it, but um, yeah, but it's a good, some, good somehow. Thing. Uh, it's interesting that you said that because I was really disappointed. I don't think it was bullshit at all. Uh, but Skype no, failed. But I was order. pushing you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was pushing you just just on one topic, and you know there was no meaningful debate. Well, I so might have edited. I'm glad. I don't. But the thing is, I anyway. I, there's no worry about it because it's not there. It wasn't recorded for some reason. I don't know what happened. But oh, then it's it's, not. it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> you're happy, but if I'm saying maybe it may show some, I mean maybe they screwed up and it will show up again. Uh, but I will listen to it. I don't. I mean, I I remember afterwards I was wondering whether or not I was going to keep it or not. But it seemed to me there were a few things in there that I thought were might have been instructive and good. So I was planning on editing it severely. Yeah. I mean it may only been ten minutes, but there was some good stuff in there. I thought so. Yeah. yeah, and if there's ever anything in there that I post that you don't want there, just you know, tell me and uh, and I'll edit it out. You know. Mm, yeah, it's up to you, but I I don't want that thing to be posted. <laughs> well, that one you don't have to worry. Apparently, it just died and was and disappeared into the ether somewhere. I don't know what happened to it. That's the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. So lucky you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because at that time I was stumbling so much, you know, in my, you know, my English was bad at that time. And because <laughs> it was so early in the morning. And, yeah. Uh, right now it's much better because uh, uh, it's, you know, three You're hours. actually awake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm actually awake. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah. right. It, it's really noticeable uh, how much more fluent you are now than you were, at, you know, yeah. are that times. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I had to mention. Oh, okay. Nothing, well, then you're else. safe. You don't have to worry about it. Um, yeah. Kathy, do you have any? Uh, well, you know, you guys can stay here and talk to each other if you want to, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on. It's time for me to go home and cook some dinner. So, um, yeah. Does anybody have, have any last go. words for me before I take off? No, no, no. no I do also need to go at this stage, Jamal. Um, things to yeah, do. Yeah, Lunch yeah. To make. I, I, I've added you on Skype, and um, we can talk later, maybe. Yeah, sure. Otherwise, um, yeah. Um, if you've found, I have you heard of that movie, Humanity Ascending, that I mentioned earlier? No, no. Where, but, will, uh, where, where will I find that? Just type, just Google it, Humanity Ascending, and Barbara Marks Hubbard, and I guess that'll find it. So, yeah. Yeah, I won't have any yeah. trouble finding it. I'll watch it's it this actually, uh, Marks. It's actually her name in full.com. Yeah. Oh, it's at her and site. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll find um, it. No problem. No problem. I'm Jamal, looking forward. Might How long like is it? Yeah, you, you just type the name in the chat. Just type the name in the chat and I'll get it. Here How it is. long is the yeah. video? About 40 minutes. Okay, that's good. That'll take up a good part of my evening. <laughs> I won't be bored tonight. Good. Here, here's right. the bombshell, though. Here's the bombshell, yeah. though. You have to purchase it. It's huh? 95 Oh, you have to purchase it? Yes. Oh, well, we'll see. Online, Maybe I'll watch it'll... Yeah. Yeah, it's an online mm. movie. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like I that. Why is she doing that? Why is she doing well, that? That's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, apparently it was screened a- at cinemas, so it obviously needed to be sold as per ticket style as well. So. Uh, yeah, well, that disappoints me. I don't like that. But we'll see. I'll go at least look. Maybe I'll buy it. Maybe I won't. Uh, the more I think about it, I I just sort of have a sort of gut level reaction against that kind of stuff. You know. I wish you but, didn't have to pay for it because that means more people would be able to see it. Yeah, it's really exactly. It ought, to, it ought to be on YouTube. Is where it ought to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or Google Video. Well, whatever. Anyway, I'll look at it and we'll see. The thing is, I doubt seriously I'm going to find anything new in there. I mean, but maybe I will. You know, I'd like to listen to it, but we'll see. We'll see what I do. Maybe I can download the audio portion of it for free. I don't really care what it looks like. Is the video important? It has, um, it conceptualizes, you know, how people are either learners by visual or hearing. Yeah. It would um, accompany it well. Well, it depends on the, I mean, on the person as well as the kind of material. Some material really does require a visual 
you know, application, and others don't, you know. Uh, I mean, Jamal, one of the things Jamal continues to push me on doing is putting my audio files, putting some video to them, and sticking them on YouTube. Oh, uh, you know, and uh, he's been pushing me for a couple of weeks to do this, and and each time he does, <laughs> each time he does, I go, you know, he's right. I should be doing it, but I haven't mm-hmm. figured out the video yet, just how I'm going to do that. But uh, you know, would it end yeah. up being a conversation with yourself though, in a lecture no, style? No, I just take these audio files that I've already got and just add a video track to them. Oh yeah, I, I'll add. You know, it'll probably be some of my art. I mean, I, I, you know, I've got all these art things that I've done. I can easily, you know, put them together into a visual montage and just use that for the visual side. It doesn't have to. I mean, the only thing I'm interested in is the audio part. You know, is the talk, the conversation. The video is just there to get it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Otherwise, I just post the audio files there. But I don't think there is. I don't think YouTube will take just audio files. Or maybe they will. I haven't even thought about that. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I see where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Have you you heard uh, the songs that that I've uh, sent you the links? That's the same girl, right, who uh, mentioned that we've talked about before. She's an awesome singer. She really is. How yeah. old is she? What, like 14 or she's 15? She's 14, or yeah, 14. Yeah, wow, man, she's amazing, yeah. Um, you know, the, the problem I had with that particular song is I really I really would like to hear those things in sort of authentic, traditional renderings instead of the stupid American drums and synthesizer crap that goes behind her singing. And yeah, I know that yeah, style yeah. that that you know I guess is popular there. It's a popular show, you know, and popular music. But I don't know. That's just like I say. I'd like to hear her singing more traditional stuff than that. Yeah. Than and and, and the previous one, the previous one, yeah. the previous one I I send you, it's pure classical. I mean. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. that's the the best one I think. Yeah, that's it's, the one I like best. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, no. Um, yesterday, I think I I sent you another one, a link on he, here on. You know, yeah. Before before we started talking. Yeah. You know. That's the one I'm talking about. The one you said it was a song that you thought was really beautiful and and. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It, if, if we talk about West Bengal, you know, it's whole region of India, you know, that's yeah. music for a specific region. Yeah. And uh, this is some something that he sung better than most of the, you know, great singers, so-called yeah. great well, singers. She's going to be one of the great singers, isn't she? I mean, she's going to end up at one of the yeah. great art art treasures of the continent, isn't she? I mean, she's just yeah. an amazing singer. I think the, the whole yeah. world. 20, 30 years from now, yeah, she may be just one of the great singers in history, or maybe even, you know. Yeah, I yeah. love listening to her. But again, and, I want to hear her sing in English, you know. Stuff. Yeah, when she listens, when she, you know, uh, what to say? I mean, yeah, English songs that she has sung are mm. so awesome. I mean, she well, send knows me some English. links to them. I'd be interested in hearing some of them. Send me some links to her singing in English. That would be kind of interesting to hear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Send me okay. a link for that. I'd like to hear that. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Jamal. So, okay. Bye. Okay, listen, yeah, I'm going to close this up. Uh, Kathy, you have anything to say? Yes, no, other than um, have a good evening. Okay, thanks. Nice talking with you. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye. See you, Jamal. Yeah, bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.